This is the Pokedex Radio Podcast, where you can learn to be the very best, like no one ever was. Now, every Pokemon trainer knows that the best place to learn everything about Pokemon is to check their Pokedex. Now, this is where we talk about all things Pokemon from the video game to the anime and more. Learn how to be a Pokemon master at PokedexRadio.com. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Pokedex Radio Podcast. Uh, My name is Austin. I am your host of this podcast. Uh, Thank you very much for listening in today. If you'd like to see today's show notes, and I have a video there as well that we're going to be talking about later, as well as the links to all of the um, news that we're going to be talking about today, you can go to pokedexradio.com slash 53. Excuse me, 53. Wow, I accidentally hit the mute button. Uh, so again, pokedexradio.com slash 53 to go ahead and check it out. You know, if you'd like to contact me, uh, there is a contact page on uh, the website, but you can just simply email me at Facebook. I'm sorry. Wow. I, re- I saw, I read the word feedback and said Facebook um, at feedback at pokedexradio.com. So that's F E E D B A C K at P O K E D E X R A D I O.com. So again, feedback at pokedexradio.com or you can message me on the Facebook if you uh, go ahead and like Facebook. Um, wow. If you like Pokedex Radio on Facebook, you can just simply go to uh, facebook.com slash Pokedex Radio. I really can't talk today. This is actually the second you know take of the Pokedex Radio today. I recorded it once before. I was like 26 minutes in, and I was like, this is terrible. I'm just going to do it again. So I you know threw that out, and I'm starting to record again. But anyways, so... Today, I actually had a nice, you know, cool, what I thought was a cool main topic, you know, about the science of Pokemon sort of thing, uh, because we did talk about um, math um, like two weeks ago. But um, the same thing happened like last week, because I planned on doing this episode last week, but, or at least the episode I was planning on, I was doing it, I was going to do it last week, the news came out early Wednesday morning, so I had to go ahead and, you know, scrap that, push it to a future date, and talk about the news. And again, the same thing happened today. A ton of new news came out uh, about the new upcoming X and Y games. So we're going to talk about that first. But uh, first, let's get into uh, into something else. Uh, I know you guys probably shop on Amazon. More than likely you do. Like 99.9% of the internet probably shops on Amazon. I have my own personal Amazon affiliate store that you can find at pokedexradio.com slash store. If you haven't pre-ordered the X and Y games yet, go ahead, go to the store. You can pre-order them there, including the new uh, X and Y uh, strategy guide uh, straight from my Pokemon, uh, pokedexradio.com slash store, straight from my site. Now, it doesn't cost you anything extra, and it doesn't, uh, unfortunately, it doesn't give you any sort of discounts or anything, but you can go and do it there, and uh, it'll actually help me out. Uh, in producing the show and paying for some of the stuff because I do get a small kickback uh, from when you guys go ahead and purchase something there or even pre-order it there or whatever. Um, 
again, pokedexradio.com slash store. And we have tons of other uh, video games, only Nintendo type video games, though, because this is, a, you know, the Pokedex Radio podcast. I'm trying to be faithful to uh, Pokemon video game series, including, uh, uh, you know, Game Freak and Nintendo. So uh, there won't be any uh, Xbox games or PlayStation games there or any other types of games there. Uh, mostly Pokemon related merchandise um, and Nintendo related merchandise as well. So if you'd like to check out what I have there, I'm, and I'm always adding new things. Uh, as soon as I see like a new game come out for Nintendo or whatever for the um, for uh, from Nintendo, uh, like for the Wii U uh, or for the uh, uh, 3DS, whatever it may be, uh, I'll go ahead and I'll try to put it up there if I hear about it. And if I feel that you guys would like to purchase, you know, said game, I'll go ahead and I'll put it up there so you guys can check it out. Again, pokedexradio.com slash store uh, to go ahead and look at what I have there. Now, something happened over the weekend. I can't remember exactly when it was. It was either earlier this week or over the, over this past weekend, at least from the time I'm recording this. Um, the official Pokemon YouTube channel uh, had uploaded a video on accident. Um, and, I'll, and I'll play part of the video and I'll explain it in a minute. But they were actually supposed to upload the... Um, or Actually, I don't want to say they, they were supposed to upload something, but they uploaded this video on accident immediately pulled it down and uploaded something in its place. And what they uploaded in its place was the uh, 16th Pokemon movie trailer in English. Uh, there's a, an official English title, which is Genesect and the Legend Awakened. I forgot what it was called before. I think it was like Genesect and the Mystery, uh, Genesect and uh, Mewtwo's Awakening or something like that. Um, but now the movie in English is officially called Genesect and the Legend Awakened. Uh, you can find the trailer on the official Pokemon um, uh, YouTube or if you go to probably, you know, PokemonTheMovie.com or something like that, usually they have their own website for, the, for each movie. Um, but it will air, uh, this new movie, uh, the 16th Pokemon movie, will air in the United States uh, and in the UK, I believe, also, on October 19th, 2013. Uh, in the US, it'll be on Cartoon Network, and in the UK, I mean, that's as far as I've seen so far. I don't know, I don't know any of the other channels that'll air on throughout the world. Um, in the UK, I believe it's called CITV is the, uh, the channel there. Um, again, October 19th, 2013, uh, on Cartoon Network and on CITV, um, in the UK. So this, um, strange video, thankfully somebody went ahead and grabbed the video and uploaded it to their own personal YouTube channel. Uh, it's weird. It's kind of a mixture of, uh, it's kind of, it's a remix. Let's put it that way. It's a remix of the old, uh, pokey rap, but not the whole thing. It's just, you know, at the very end where he's like, got to catch them all that. They take that and they remix it into a bunch of other stuff using um, dialogue from the TV show uh, and just a little bit of other music. And it's it's interesting. Let me go ahead and let's start playing part of it for you. Okay, here we go. I, I have no idea. It's the weirdest thing I've ever watched. Um, okay, I'm going to turn this down. So what it is, it's um, a kind of like an advertisement, I guess. It's like a weird like three-minute commercial um, based around this song for a website called gottacatchemall.com. Now, uh, at least right now, as of um, I'm recording this on September 11th, 2013, uh, if you're probably listening to this on September 12th when I release this episode, or probably over the weekend or whatever, um, 
the website is not currently available. Let me go ahead and check it again. It's got a catchemall.com. You get a, a 404. You get a page not found. Uh, please check the address and make sure all letters are lowercase and with no spaces. This video is advertising for gottacatchemall.com. And there's a strange thing during like a random part in the middle of the video. I can't remember exactly uh, the, the time. Excuse me. The, uh, uh, the minute like location. Excuse me. The minute location of this uh, of this part in the video, but there's a part where there's Professor Oak sitting in front of like a news desk, as if he's like anchoring the news or whatever. And uh, he has uh, an over-the-shoulder graphic that says X Y one zero one two. One zero one two is ten twelve, right? So X Y ten twelve, October twelfth. October is the tenth month on the twelfth day. So. October 12th is when the Pokemon X and Y games come out around the world, right? So does this have to do with this Gotta Catch Em All website have to do uh, with the new Pokemon X and Y games in some way? They did like it was a very quick like a few frames, maybe like, you know, less than a second, you know, type of thing where you see Professor Oak sitting uh, in front uh, on this news desk thing with the over the shoulder graphic. So I'm wondering. What does this Gotta Catch Em All website have to do with? Because all you hear is this song. I'm sorry, I'm moving around in my chair. All you hear is this like random song. Um, and uh, you see that little graphic thing. And everything else is just Ash battling. And there's Professor Oak. He catches a Rotom. Sorry, I'm watching the video out of the corner of my eye. Um, and it's, it's weird. It's gottacatchemall.com. What this is, I have no idea. I don't think it has to do anything with the anime, even though the anime is used to go ahead and um, uh, how do you how do you call it? Uh, it's go ahead to use to advertise this type of thing. Obviously, there's a video there. Um, I'm not sure if this has to do anything with the uh, the new Pokemon storage system uh, or anything like that. Because I mean, think about it. You got to catch them all. Obviously, you have to catch all these Pokemon to store them somewhere. I don't know. This is just my mind going off in different directions. Um, so let's. Let's put this to the side for now. We don't know what gottacatchemall.com is. Uh, obviously, I'm sure gottacatchemall has probably been a registered website. Uh, they probably, you know, registered their domain name years ago. Um, other than just, you know, pokemon.com. Like, we got it. Like, we know that's a website. It's been there for forever. Um, that's their official, you know, website. And now there's gottacatchemall. I don't know what this has to do with. I doubt it has to do with the anime. I'm assuming it has to do more with the games because of that XY1012 thing. We'll see. I don't know. All right. All the exciting news that came out this morning that made me have to redo my uh, my episode today. Okay, let's get started with probably, probably yeah. Let's say let's go ahead and say this is probably the most exciting news for today. Mega Mewtwo. Now you're thinking you already talked about Mega Mewtwo. We know about Mega Mewtwo. You've talked about it in the past episodes. You even wrote a blog about it. I know. But. I'm sure you didn't realize there's two Mega Mewtwo's. Uh, weird, right? Okay, so there's Mega Mewtwo Y, which we've seen before. And um, what other letter that we know Y corresponds with at this current moment in time in the Pokemon world? X. Mega Mewtwo X is the new Mewtwo evolution. Um, and both Mewtwo are exclusive to their corresponding letter games. So... Mega Mewtwo Y, which is the one that we've seen over the past few months, um, the one from the uh, Genesect movie, is exclusive to the Y version game. 
and it evolves with um, the Megastone called Mewtwo Knight Y. Okay, and the new Pokemon Mega Mewtwo X, the second Mega Mew, uh, the second Mewtwo evolution, evolves with the Megastone Mewtwo Knight X, is exclusive uh, to the Pokemon X game, and is a psychic fighting type. Interesting. If you look at the picture, if you go to pokedexradio.com slash 53, uh, you can go ahead and see the picture of it there. And uh, it's a very small picture. I didn't uh, link it to a, a larger image. I'm sorry. But uh, it's a small picture there. And it, it obviously, it looks like a fighter. It has, you know, what looks like muscles uh, around its, uh, around its uh, forearms and kind of like its hip area. Uh, and it looks like a, a much stronger version, at least a physically stronger version of either regular Mewtwo or this new um, Mewtwo, uh, Mega Mewtwo Y that we've seen over the past few months. Um, so Mega Mewtwo X is a psychic fighting type. Uh, it has the ability of Steadfast, which um, uh, when your Pokemon flinches, I believe it uh, it doesn't flinch, but it re- uh, increases its speed instead. Uh, it has a higher attack stat. And uh, it, like I said before, it evolves with Mewtwo Knight X, which is exclusive to the uh, X version game. Now, I'm wondering what exactly where they came out with these mu- these new two different Mewtwo evolutions. And I didn't really th- think about it before. <clears throat> Excuse me. I didn't really think about it before until I started recording the episode. Uh, like I said, this is the second take. I actually messed up earlier. You didn't hear it, but I edited some stuff out. Um, anyways, I know I'm going to edit some stuff out because I like, paused, but anyways. Um, so I was thinking, does Team Rocket have anything to do essentially with this new Mewtwo form because we know Mewtwo is a team rocket, you know, I don't want to say invention, but uh, Mewtwo is uh, developed by, you know, Giovanni and his scientists that they worked essentially for team rocket. So Mewtwo was created from Mew. If you know the story, Uh, they had uh, some DNA from the Pokemon Mew. Uh, Giovanni wanted to create a stronger Pokemon. He wanted to kind of like take over the world sort of thing. Um, so they developed Mewtwo and he started, you know, trying to train the Mewtwo, trying to have it under his control and it went out of control and escaped from the video game uh, on Cinnabar Island in the Kanto region. You see a lot of this stuff about Mewtwo. I believe it was, uh, created in September or something like that. You know, oddly enough, huh? September. Um, I mean, we're in the month of September right now, if you're listening to it now, um, it was uh, created, uh, you know, in like New Guinea and South America and all this other, you know, crazy stuff that, you know, ties to the real world, which I believe were just kind of, you know, coincidental or just the fact for the fact that these other new regions like Jodo, can't, uh, like Jodo, Hoenn, Sinnoh, Unova, uh, Or, and um, Kalos weren't invented at the time. So I don't know if this mute uh, mega mute two X and mega mute two Y have anything to do with, uh, with Giovanni or with team rocket or possibly with this new, um, team flare. I think it's called, um, for the new Kalos region, the new, uh, you know, enemy team in the, in the game. Um, it's, it's odd and it's a stronger Mewtwo, uh, at least f- uh, physically stronger Mewtwo. And it's also a fighting type. Interesting. The next uh, type of mega evolution that we see here that has been released 
um, has been revealed, not released, is a Mega Garchomp. Now, there's a lot of other Mega forms. We've seen the starters, the Kanto starters at least. Um, we've seen the Blaziken, which is the Hoenn starter. And uh, so far, no other starters have been revealed uh, that they have Mega forms. I'm sure they do, but we see Garchomp here. Um, I don't know if this, there's some sort of significance to each specific Pokemon that can Mega Evolve. Excuse me. Sorry, I ate before I came to record. Um, so I don't know if there's any sort of significance, specific significance to these Mega Form Pokemon. Because we have Mewtwo. Mewtwo's obviously, you know, it used to be considered the strongest Pokemon, you know, many years ago. Obviously, there's ways to defeat Mewtwo and, you know, dark types and stuff like that came around. Um, we've seen the Kanto starters, which is nice to see. We get that nostalgia effect. So we kind of like say, yeah, perfect. You know, the Kanto starter should have mega evolutions. Then we see like random Pokemon being thrown in there. Um, the starter uh, for Torchic, you know, Blaziken. Um, yeah, that's fine. We already see the Kanto starter. So Blaziken is acceptable. But you also see like a random Pokemon like Ampharos, Absol, Mawile, you know, like why, why are the random Pokemon, you know, why two evolutions for Mewtwo? What does Mewtwo have to do with it? You know, maybe I'm thinking too far into it. Maybe all Pokemon can mega evolve in their own way, shape and form. You know, maybe we'll find, you know, mega Raichu and we have to evolve it with Raichu Knight or whatever, you know, essentially just take the Pokemon name and put Knight after it, you know, so like Wailord Knight, I don't know, um, what's the Pokemon of the episode today? Uh, was, uh, you know, Seeking Knight. You know, I, I don't know. Like, what does this have to do with? Like, I, I don't get Mega Evolutions. What is the significance of Mega Evolution other than making the Pokemon stronger and building that, you know, quote-unquote bond, you know, with the Pokemon uh, via battle or, you know, possibly with this Pokemon uh, Pokemon um, a me feature in the new X and Y games? You know, if all the Pokemon can eventually Mega Evolve, <clears throat> man, sorry, that would be nice. We'll see when the games come out. We'll eventually figure out what Pokemon can Mega Evolve, what Pokemon can't Mega Evolve. Um, I'm assuming only, you know, final evolutions, like the final stage of their evolution can evolve, very similar to Hyper Beam. Uh, like at one point in time, uh, you know, let, let's just take some of the Pokemon that have, have received evolutions over time. Pikachu before was Pikachu and then Raichu. Um, you know, that's a bad, that's a bad uh, example. Okay, let's think of... Um, Mm. magmar there you go uh magmar it could have learned hyper beam before now it uh it has a new evolution of magmar not new but um evolution of magmortar that i don't think magmar can learn hyper beam anymore actually i'm not too sure about that though uh very similar to that only it's only the final evolution of a pokemon can learn hyper beam like let's say char uh charmeleon can't learn hyper beam but its final evolution of charizard can just like probably charmeleon can't mega evolve but its final evolution of charizard can I don't know. We'll see what, what the significance of Mega Evolutions are once these games come out, or possibly once it's revealed, you know, sometime soon. Or leaked in some way. Next thing. Okay, we talked about Mega Mewtwo, Mega Garchomp. Okay, the starters from the Kalos region, we've seen, uh, we, we're now seeing their second stage evolutions. We're, we've seen their base evolutions, which is Chespin, Fennekin, and Froakie. Okay, now they have uh, their second stage evolutions, um, their names are kind of hard to pronounce. <laughs> so, um, uh, Chespin's evolution, I'm going to try. 
uh, Haribogu or Haribugu, uh, Fennekin's evolution, uh, T- uh, wow, Tiruna, and Froki's evolution, uh, Gekko Gashira. Okay. Chespin's evolution is, uh, all their evolutions uh, are still their single type. So it's a grass, fire, and water type, right? They stay single type, which is nice to see. Um, and I'm really hoping that the Fennekin evolution line doesn't evolve into a fighting type, but, but it learns the move psycho cut. It might be a psychic type. And according to poke beach, um, that, uh, it says, um, Fennekin's evolution is fire type learns psycho cut and has a twig in its broom like tail. And then in parentheses, will it evolve into a witch or something? I think witch, I think, you know, spells, I think psychic. It can learn the move psycho cut, which is a psychic type move. Um, in this type of way, psycho cut, you know, it's, it's a physical psychic type move. So I'm thinking fighting. I'm, I'm hoping, desperately hoping it's not another fighting fire starter. I'm hoping that it is a psychic fire starter. Cause I've wanted to see a psychic fighting poke, uh, psychic fire Pokemon for a while. Yeah. There's like a Victini and I, off the top of my head, I can't think of any other fire psychic Pokemon. Um, there are probably, there's probably more than just Victini. Nothing that I can think of off the top of my head though. But I would love to see a starter that is fighting. I'm sorry. That is fire and psychic. Um, Haribogu Chespin's evolution can learn Mudshot. It's possibly, you know, Mudshot is a, is a ground, um, it's a ground type move. Is it? Yeah. Mudshot is a ground type move, right? Uh, Pokemon move Mudshot. Um, it is a, it doesn't say right there. Yes, it's a ground type move. I was thinking it was a water type move for some reason. But yeah, Mudshot is a ground type move. So possibly uh, Chespin's evolution line eventually evolves into a grass ground type, very similar to the um, uh, Turtwig evolution line. Uh, eventually, uh, Torterra, I believe, is I, is Turtwig? Turtwig? Um, ground type too? I don't remember. But still, uh, that would be cool to see it uh, evolving eventually into a grass and ground type. And then the other Pokemon, uh, Froki, it is a water type, but it eventually learns the move Bounce, which is a flying type move. I get it. It's a frog. So bouncing, you know, frogs hop and all that stuff. I get it. It'll be interesting to see if it's a water flying. I don't know. Maybe they're going to go like really random and weird with the new evolutions because it was nice to see the uh, Piplup evolution line go to water steel. Um the Turtwig evolution line go to water ground. Um, and it was interesting to see that when it happened, the uh, Torchic evolution line going to fire fighting. But now we have, you know, Primeape fire fighting. Um, uh, the other one, um, the, the little pig one from uh, the Unova region, fire fighting. You know, we've seen that plenty of times. Um, and we saw the Charizard, the Charmander line go to fire flying. I'm hoping a fire psychic uh, a water ground and a possible, I'm sorry, a, a water flying and a possible grass ground. Um, that would be interesting to see. My hopes are for a fire psychic because we're going to get three starters once the games come out. And what, what you're asking me, what do you mean by that? So, okay, we get the uh, 
Canto starter, I mentioned in the last episode, we're getting a Canto starter at the beginning of these games. I'm choosing Charmander. There's no doubt about that. I'm choosing Charmander because I love Charizard. So there you go. Fire flying once Charizard comes. Uh, I usually choose a fire starter at the beginning of the game anyways. So there comes uh, Fennekin. Hopefully fire psychic. And then the Torchic event that starts on, I think, October 12th. Fire. My air conditioner turned on. Fire fighting. Three fire Pokemon right off the bat. Oh, man. Because I'm going to choose Charizard regardless. Torchic is going to come regardless. You know, it's going to, it's going to uh, be, it's a download, a downloadable Pokemon. And then I have to choose a fire type. I mean, I don't have to, but like, you know, it's, it's inside me to choose a psych, uh, a fire type. And if it's a possible psychic type, I'm sure we're going to find out before the games come out. Heck yeah. Anyways, three fire starters right off the bat. I think it's going to be the weirdest thing in the world. Or I can go the other way and get like, you know, Torchic is going to be the fire Pokemon at the beginning of the games because I believe it's a Wi-Fi event. I hope, crossing my fingers, it's a Wi-Fi event so I don't have to go to GameStop to go do this. Um, then choose a water and then a grass starter. So then I get like the roundabout of three different types right off the bat. I don't know. We'll see. Okay. So those were the starters. There are other new Pokemon. Let's talk about the new fossil Pokemon for this game. The first one is called Chigorasu. Uh, it's a, like a T-Rex looking Pokemon. It's a rock dragon type. And it has this new ability called Hard Chin. I don't know what Hard Chin does. Um, and, uh, well, Pokebeach calls it Hard Chin. Um, Bubble News calls it Strong Chin. I think, is it, is it Strong Chin what they called it? Mm-mm-mm-mm-mm. I don't know. I read somewhere that it says strong chin. I don't know what um, the exact translation of it is, but this is it. That's its ability, uh, which increases the attack of moves involving your jaw. Um, actually, Bulbin, uh, Bulbapedia called it strong jaw. I'm sorry, strong jaw. And Pokebeach called it strong chin. So I'm going with strong jaw. That's what it sounds like. It might make more sense. So anyways, um, it increases the attack moves of... Um, like biting type moves like crunch and bite and things like that. Okay. So that is the Chigorasu Pokemon. And then, um, which is a T-Rex again, rock dragon type, which is cool. Uh, the second one is called Amaras, uh, or Am- uh, Amarusu, excuse me, which is like a blue kind of, I don't know what the, the name of that type of dinosaur is. Um, you know, the dinosaur, it looks like a giraffe has a long neck, has a little head at the top and has a big body. Um, the only thing I can think of is Littlefoot. I don't know. Hang on. Let me see. Let's see. Uh, what type? Hang on. Let me just go. Uh, stand by. <laughs> what type of uh, dino dinosaur is Littlefoot? Um, if you don't know what Littlefoot is, it was from a cartoon called um, The Land Before Time. Um, he's in a, a Potosaurus. Uh I, I didn't know that. Okay. Um, I'm thinking Apatosaurus is the one with the long neck. Brontosaurus. There you go. Um, that's, a, a, I guess, a more common name for it is a, a Brontosaurus. Anyways, that's essentially what this Pokemon looks like. A br- little blue Brontosaurus. 
Again, this Pokemon is called uh, Amar- uh, Amarusu. It's blue. And it's a rock and ice type Pokemon. It has a new ability called Freeze Skin, which changes all of its normal type attacks into ice type attacks and also boosts their power as well. What it means by boosting their power, I don't know, but it's kind of cool uh, to see uh, a, a an ability that can change the type of a move because I don't think there are any other abilities that actually do that at the moment. So those are the two new fossil type Pokemon. There's another Pokemon that I think I mentioned in the last episode. I don't remember if I did, but if you go to the video that I posted in the last episode, pokedexradio.com slash 52, um, there was a video of a Venusaur mega evolving, right? Or actually, it shows all of the new Mega Evolutions. But during the scene where Venusaur Mega evolves, you have to watch the video like frame by frame, quite literally, to catch it. There's a Pokemon that looks like an alpaca or like a llama. Uh, it's called um, Torimian, which is its uh, Japanese name, I'm hoping for now. Um, it's, an, it's a white-looking po- Pokemon. It looks like an alpaca. It's a normal-type Pokemon. Uh, it has a new ability called Fur Coat, which cuts the damage from moves that come into contact with it in half. So it halves physical damage moves towards it, which is nice. Um, and there's a new game mechanic um, that allows you to trim its fur and change the Pokemon's appearance. So I guess when you trim its fur, you know, it obviously you cut its hair, so it's going to look probably skinnier and different and like funny looking. Um, like if you ever like if you have like a, a furry looking dog and you shave it down, you know, to, because it's like too hot outside or something, it looks different. I have a Yorkie, a Yorkshire Terrier. Sometimes when it gets a little colder, we let his hair grow out. Once it gets warmer, we shave him down because he's going to be really hot and he looks funny when we shave him. Um, but yeah, so that, anyway, that had nothing to do with this. But anyways, uh, so this new mecha- uh, game mechanic allows you to trim its fur. For what reason? I have no idea. Um but it can learn a, an ability um, uh, called, uh, I'm sorry, it can learn a move called Round Eyes, which is a new fairy type move uh, that uh, Turimian, this, this alpaca looking Pokemon, can learn. Now, I don't know exactly what the significance of trimming the Pokemon's fur has to do with probably to wear it or something like that because you can uh, change the appearance of uh, your, your character. Uh, and uh, its clothes and hair and stuff like that at a, like a salon or a boutique in the games. Um, apparently, the, there's an actress in the game, you know, like an in-game like character. She's a, like a famous actress. Uh, her name is uh, Karune. I mean, I'm assuming they might change that um, for the English versions that she helps you and she goes ahead and customizes your clothing and hair and stuff like that, which is weird, but okay. Um customizable characters that's nice though it's nice to see that they're actually finally doing that instead of like are you a boy or a girl okay i get to pick one and then i'm stuck with that like uh avatar for the rest of the game but anyways uh there's um a few another a few other new pokemon um uh i'm not going to try to pronounce it like a cat type looking pokemon um which is a psychic type uh cat looking pokemon uh it has two completely different gender look um gender differences uh, each gender has a different set of move pools, which is interesting. Uh, the male's move pool is more aggressive, um, like more attacking type moves. And the female's move pool is more supportive um, with like, you know, those those like supporting type of attacks, probably things like helping hands, stuff like that. Um, so uh, you go ahead and check those out. 
um, like the, the female is kind of like, it's like, it looks like a white looking, like cat looking Pokemon thing. Um, or that's probably the male. I'm not even sure. I'm assuming that's the female cause she, it looks like she's wearing like a skirt. It was kind of like a black scarf and the male one has like a bigger tail. It's a uh, darker with uh, white accents. And the female is like white with darker accents. Um, interesting looking. And if you see a lot of the, uh, the, 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 uh, I can't think of the word right now. I cannot talk today. Uh, if you look at the, uh, animation of these Pokemon, I guess we can call it that. They look pretty cool. Some of the newer ones, um, like the, the new fossil Pokemon look pretty cool. I'd like to see what they eventually evolve into, especially the, uh, the rock dragon one, uh, the, uh, Chigurasu. I'm assuming they're going to change the name for that for English, uh, but it looks cool. Uh, there's a few new moves, uh, parting shot, geomancy, oblivion wing. Uh, and oddly enough, looking at the, uh, the, the uh, not screen caps, but the pictures of the Koro Koro magazine that these were uh, leaked from, some of these moves are listed as, you know, question mark types, like unknown types, very similar to like how curse is like an unknown type of move or I well, curse essentially like it's like a It's essentially like a uh, like a ghost type move. Um, it's but it, it's I not, I don't want to call it a ghost type move, but it's a question mark type move that um, does different things when used like with a ghost type Pokemon. It like halves its uh, like curse takes half of its HP or whatever and uh, inflicts a curse on the opposing Pokemon. And when used when used in curse on a different type of Pokemon, it like increases its speed, lowers its defense, whatever it may do. I don't know exactly off the top of my head, but it's interesting to see uh, these new moves. Uh, these were supposed to be um, the move Geomancy was originally supposed to be a fairy type move, um, and the move Oblivion Wing was supposed to be a dark type move. But for these moves to be a question mark type, um, I. I don't know what that means. There was uh, something uh, rumored um, many months ago that there will be dual type moves in the game. Um, exactly how they would be used, I don't know. But according to Bulbapedia, that this might be a dual type move, um, being a question mark type move. Um, interesting to see, especially since Oblivion Wing was supposed to be a dark type move originally and Geomancy was supposed to be a fairy type move and now it's been categorized as an unknown type of move, like a question mark type. I'm not even sure um, what what exactly that means. Uh, something interesting, speaking of types, uh, it has uh, been finally announced what fairy type will be resistant and uh, most, more effective against. Uh, fairy type moves are strong against fighting, dark, and dragon. So it's not just dragon. It's fighting and dark as well. Um, it's uh, not very effective against steel, poison, and fire. It's um, weak to poison and steel and it's resistant uh to bug fighting and dark and it's completely immune to dragon types so essentially yeah it is the strongest against dragon types because it's completely immune to it but it's nice to finally see that uh the the fairy type uh, mechanics in the game and oddly enough steel type has kind of changed a little bit steel is no longer resistant to dark and ghost type moves why i don't know I'm sure, you know, looking into it, analyzing a little bit more, you know, because of this new fairy type that is uh, strong against dark types. But anyways, I don't know. Anyways, again, steel is no longer resistant to dark and ghost type moves. So there you go. 
All right, let's see what else did I want to talk about today. Where's my notes? New Pokemon X and Y, Fairy and Steel type. So yeah, that was actually that was that's pretty much it for a lot of the a lot of the news for today. It's interesting to see a lot of this new stuff. You know, the new mega forms of Mew, uh, mega form of Mewtwo, uh, Mewtwo X, um, new mega form of Garchomp, uh, some of the new Pokemon. I'm really hoping for that fire uh, fire psychic uh, starter. Um, I'm hoping for that so much. Um, uh, we finally get to figure out some of the newer, po- to see some of the newer Pokemon, the new fossil Pokemon, which are cool looking, um, that new llama looking thing, which is kind of cool. Um, some new moves, uh, team flare. There's a uh, something here. Um, there are five scientists associated with team flare. All have Japanese names. I'm not even going to try it. Um, team flare's goal is to create a quote unquote, a beautiful new world. Okay, that was kind of, you know, kind of in a way what uh, team I mm, kind of like sort of like what Team Plasma was doing. I don't not really Team Plasma sort of, but I don't know. A lot of these newer teams are more like, you know, we're environmentalists, but not really. We're evil kind of deal. Like, I, I don't get it. Like with with N and his whole, you know, team, not Team Galactic, whatever, whatever N was doing. And his whole thing, you know, you know, using Pokemon is bad, yet I'm going to battle you with a Pokemon type of deal. Like, I get it. He only used Pokemon from that region, and I'm assuming released them afterwards. Um, and then uh, Team uh, Aqua and Team Magma, you know, trying to, you know, make the world more, you know, filled with water. Or the other one trying to build more land or whatever, uh, trying to revive Groudon and um, Kyogre. And what were the other teams before that? Before that was just Team Rocket, just trying to take over the world, essentially, which was nice to see. They are an evil people, Team Rocket. Um, and then, um, what were the other teams? Team Galactic, which were trying to... What was Team Galactic trying to do? They, they were just so weird. Like They were trying to like go into another dimension and try and take over the world. They, they were interesting as well. Um, like, N with his, like weird philosophical things of trying to then again i haven't really played through much of pokemon uh black 2 and white 2 either so i don't know like it's weird to see we're trying to create a beautiful new world yet we're the bad people i i want to see how that pans out um i don't know environmentalists are they evil in pokemon they are i guess so how they're trying to create the beautiful new world would be nice to see if they're trying to do it in some like weird way like Let's burn all the gas so nobody can use cars and stuff like that. <laughs> I don't know. We'll, we'll see what happens. Um, not that I'm against being an environmentalist. I recycle. You know, I try not to drive. You know, too much. Um, but whatever. So that's it, pretty much, for all of the news that we've had for today. Um, again, check out the links uh, over at PokedexRadio.com/slash-fifty-three uh, to see a lot of the pictures. Uh, you know, over at Bulbapedia and over at Pokebeach for the new Pokemon, you get to see some. Um, you see, you get to see some of the scientists from uh, Team Flare, um, which is a really weird name, Team Flare. I don't know. Um, you get to see uh, this, uh, screenshots of a lot of the the new Pokemon from the games, including. Uh, Mega Mewtwo X and Mega Garchomp and uh, Froakie and Fennekin's new evolutions uh, and also um, Chespin's new evolution, which Chespin's new evolution just looks weird. I I don't know. It looks like Chespin put on a coat. Uh, I don't know. Check it out. Uh, Again, pokedexradio.com slash 53. Uh, What else did I want to talk about today? That's pretty much it for our main topic. Let's get into the Pokemon of the episode. 
All right, the Pokemon of the episode today, and uh, again, stupid me, I didn't bring it up over here. Um, Cerebi. A Pokemon of the episode today is Pokemon number 119, uh, Sea King. And if I could grab Sea King over here real fast. Again, Pokemon uh, 119 Sea King. It's classified as the goldfish Pokemon. It looks like a goldfish. It evolves from Goldeen at level 33. Uh, both Sea King and Goldeen are water types. Um, they have three different abilities that they can uh, obtain depending on how you get the Pokemon. Uh, Swift Swim, Water Veil, and Lightning Rod. Lightning Rod is um, an odd uh, ability to have, but let's let's just talk about it. Uh, for for seeking, um, I mean it makes sense, but still it's kind of funny. Anyways, first ability: Swift Swim. When rainy, the Pokemon's speed doubles. However, speed will not double on the same turn that the weather becomes heavy rain. Understandable. Second ability: Water Veil. This Pokemon cannot be burned while having this ability. Makes sense. Lightning Rod. It's its hidden ability. Electric type moves are drawn to this Pokemon. Electric type moves will do no damage to this Pokemon. And the Pokemon special attack is raised one stage. Yeah, the, 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 the ability makes sense. Yeah, it's, it's not, it's, it's immune to uh, electric type moves. Cool. You know, that makes sense. But just the fact that it's called lightning rod and it's a fish in the water, it'll probably not live anymore. Anyways, uh, in the wild, it can be found at a 50, 50 male to female ratio. Uh, Goldeen, um, the, um, base stage of it can be found in black and white on um, route 3 11 14 in striation city um, or striaton city whatever pinwheel forest lost lauren forest and uh in the abundant shrine uh in black and white 2 route 3 11 14 22 um asperitia city oh wow i do not know how to pronounce these uh striat uh, striaton city pinwheel forest and the abundant shrine Sea King uh, can be found in the exact same locations as Goldeen. But again, it evolves from a Goldeen at level 33. Now, Sea King's base stats, you can scroll down, are HP 80, attack 92, defense uh, 65. Uh, I forgot how to pronounce 65 for a minute. Special attack, also 65. Special defense of 80 and speed of 68. It's not exactly the fastest Pokemon in the world. Its attack is pretty strong. Um, you know, given that it is, you know, an older Pokemon from Gen 1, usually Gen 1 uh, Pokemon. Um, like, over time, Pokemon have just essentially become a little bit stronger. Um, I don't know why, but they have. Um, but, again, Pokemon number 119, Seeking. So that is pretty much it for the episode today. Um, don't know what else to, that I have for you guys to, uh, to talk about here. But again, uh, again, go ahead and check out the pokedexradio.com slash store, my uh, store for Amazon over at the Pokedex Radio website. Uh, if you guys have any questions or comments or things that you'd like to show me or whatever, email me at feedback at pokedexradio.com. If you'd like to have a conversation, we can have one over email. That'll be cool. Uh, or you can like us on Facebook. Uh, at facebook.com slash pokedex radio and we can have a conversation there too that'll be fine um also on the facebook um i don't want to call him my assistant but i guess you can call him my assistant over on facebook craig he usually posts a lot of cool stuff over there uh he actually posted about the dialga event that is uh, happening right now uh and i you know do want to thank him very much for his um his work over there um what else 
right now my voice is starting to go. Give me one second. Sorry about that. I had to take a sip of uh, water here. So, um, yeah, that's pretty much it. If you subscribe on iTunes, uh, I suggest you do go ahead go to, um, iTunes search Pokedex radio and subscribe to us there. And if you already do, if you could please go ahead and give us a review and a rating, which would be nice if it was five stars, I'd be cool to, uh, go ahead and see some, uh, some more ratings for the Pokedex radio podcast to make us go a little bit higher up um, in the ratings. And I know that there is something soon, uh, in October, I think is when it starts, uh, the, um, the podcast awards. I don't know if I want to submit Pokedex radio over to the podcast awards. I might go ahead and do that. So then, um, we'll, we'll see exactly what goes on to see if maybe we can be a part of the podcast awards and maybe, you know, win an award so I can say, you know, and you know, an award-winning podcast or whatever, which would be cool. I doubt we would. You know, there's a ton of other video game-related podcasts. You know, uh, like uh, you know Rooster Teeth and and uh, uh, what else? Uh, the Polaris, whatever that show is called. It used to be called the Game Station. Um, there are a lot of other very extremely popular video game podcasts. You know, things like World of Warcraft, stuff like that. That are that probably have thousands of more downloads than we do because i think last month we got close to 2500 which isn't really a lot so 2500 downloads which is not a lot right now at at this current moment in time uh through september i think we have close to seven or eight hundred uh right now it's september 11th which is not a lot of downloads 700 downloads is like nothing a lot of other popular podcasts um like just for you know let's say celebrity podcasts like the joe rogan experience and uh um uh, the WTF podcast with uh, Mark Marin. Those podcasts get like twenty thousand, thirty thousand, probably forty thousand downloads a month, maybe more. Um, I would love to go ahead and see the Pokedex Radio podcast. Eventually, you know, coming up into the you know maybe five thousand, six thousand, seven thousands, uh, eventually someday. Uh, but at the moment, because you know, unfortunately, I did stop doing the show for a while. I, you know, stopped producing for about two years. So that's why we don't have, you know, uh, as big of a, you know, fan base as we should have because before I stopped producing, uh, uh, the podcast for about a two year gap, we were having even more downloads that we have now, probably double, triple. So I'm hoping to build that back up again. For those of you who enjoy Pokemon, if you have uh, that are listening to this, I'm sure I'm assuming you would enjoy Pokemon and listening to a podcast about Pokemon or else it's like, what are you doing? Um, if you have other friends that would probably enjoy listening to a podcast about like Pokemon news, pretty much if you have friends that would enjoy listening to me talk, go ahead, send them over to pokedexradio.com, have them subscribe and listen to the show. Um, it'll be cool to see. Again, uh, if you guys haven't subscribed already, I suggest you go ahead and uh, subscribe on iTunes, give us a rating and a review. And uh, those of you who do give a review, I might go ahead and read it on this show um, when I see any new reviews being put up there. But that's pretty much it uh, for the Pokedex Radio podcast today. Uh, Again, my name is Austin, letting you know to live, laugh, and catch them all. And we'll see you guys next week.
This podcast is a Flashlight Studios production. Copyright 2013, Flashlight Studios. For more information, you can visit us at flashlight-studios.com.